Tiffany. It's Issa. And I'm also Tiffany. This is The Last Tiffany. And this is Tid Talks, a podcast for modern women living in a mama world. Welcome back. It's another episode of Tit Talks. Um, today is a special episode for all of us. Um, it's on the journey to motherhood. So we've all had different experiences, just like you guys. Some planned, some not. Um, and we'll be going through the sentimental ride to becoming moms. Um, so thank you for listening. We're so happy to be sharing our lives with you and bringing you into our girl gang while we share our experiences of being moms in this modern world. Um, Speaking of shared experiences, you are welcome to pour a glass of wine with us because you know that's what we're doing as we have fun on these podcasts with you. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers, cheers, everyone. Clink, clink, go. Let's let's talk babies. (laughs) I'm bringing you along on this journey. We have Tiffany. It's me again. (laughs) Tiffany. And Tiffany. Um, and so you heard Ticha, Chuk, and Tilo, and you know, as we go, you'll get to know their nicknames and, and them as well. Um, so I am probably um, the most recent mom here. We do have a mom to be who is Chuk, but um, I probably have the most recent birth of everyone here. So I'm gonna go. You definitely ahead. have. <laughs> <laughs> You're coming up, but yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go into the birth of Sana Chai Munoz, or actually when I got pregnant, um, I, you know, was experiencing being fatigued and um, we actually didn't plan it two weeks ahead of that. We were like, I just think we're the kind of people that aren't having biological kids. Like we seriously had Jake and I, my husband, um, this conversation where we're probably going to adopt when, you know, five years down the line, when we turn like 40 or something. Um, so it was such a surprise when I was like, okay, where's my period? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I actually told a coworker that I'm going to go home and take a pregnancy test. And I went to CVS and I bought like five. <laughs> Which one? Such... Which brand? I first bought the cheap CVS one. And then I was like, oh, I need an expensive one too. So I got first response. Just to be sure. Just to be <laughs> sure. Um, or the one that says pregnant and not pregnant. Clear blue. Was, there you go. Clear blue. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, I need, That's your I need go-to to be spelled out. You need to be spelled out for you. So I did like two at first, the two cheap ones, and they both said pregnant. So I'm like, oh, dang. Okay. So I got it. <laughs> <laughs> and this was all before Jake got home. And then, um, so I did the third one. It said pregnant. And, you know, my mind's racing. I don't know what to do. And then Jake's like, hey, do you want to go have dinner somewhere? And I'm like, yes, let's have sushi. <laughs> <laughs> Because I literally thought that was the last time I'm ever going to get to have sushi in a very long time. So we went and I was very quiet and Jake's like, luckily there was game on, so he didn't really notice. Um, But the funny thing is- at this point, at this point, Jake had still not known? No, I kept it- Oh my gosh! After dinner, um, because I left out the test in the bathroom so that when he came home, he would see it. And I actually videotaped him, but it will never come out because he was picking up dog poop. (laughs) (laughs) 
our dog likes to go in the bathroom like us. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, yeah. it's not very flattering, <laughs> but um, but yeah. So we got home. And then he goes into the bathroom and he's like looking, I left it on the toilet lid. So he's looking and he's like, what is that? And he's like, really, really? So he was so, so excited. And the hard part was like, I knew that I had to set that up for him like that because I knew he would be so excited. And for me, just to be honest, it was kind of the opposite. I felt like sad about it. I, you know, it wasn't planned and I have had other plans. If you guys don't know, I was doing, um, I was going to school at Beat Junkie Institute of Sound. And I still had like, I don't know, five months left. And I wanted to do another program they had. And in my mind, <laughs> I had so many things that I wanted to accomplish that I thought, you know, having a child would get in the way of. Um, just to let you know, it didn't. So. I know. I was going to say you ended up being a badass mom and you did it anyway. Yeah, it didn't. So, you know, I think it, I definitely cried to Jake and he was very excited. So we had different emotions, but, um, I, I knew before that we had talked if it ever, if we ever had an accident, um, that, you know, we are in a place and I'm at an age where we should move forward. And so, um, from then, I think I went into it feeling super happy after that, um, you know, wanting to the, be the perfect mother ever, um, researching my head off, all the things that you do. Um, so fast forward to Sana coming. Um, I think in a future episode, you'll hear about um, LBKs. But I had an LBK, which which I think I had an LBK, which I think pushed me into labor a week early, not bad, but a week early. And I will always hold this over Jake's head. Um, So, you know, birth was 28 hours and I've heard of longer. So, but that was long for me. Yeah. Um, I definitely was screaming out that I should have become a nun. I, you know, what am I doing? Why did I ever have sex in my whole entire life? (laughs) (laughs) all those things come out um we actually went to the hospital got turned back because there's only one centimeter and that was probably after at least 12 hours of labor and then um my husband would not bring me into the hospital until I met the exact requirements that the doctor gave him and so I ended up going in after my water broke and I was already like nine and a half centimeters and by God's good grace and me begging, I got the epidural because I remember Tila talking about the ring of fire and that <laughs> did not want that. It's real. <laughs> <laughs> so um, pushing was easy. It was like 10 minutes and I had my little bundle of joy and she oh. changed my world. And um, so, you know, long story short or short story short, you know, at first you might be hesitant, you might have these reservations, of course, they're going to change your world, but um, it all happened for the better for me, and I was still able to accomplish what I had wanted to prior to learning about her, um, and she really is such a beautiful little bundle of joy, and I can't imagine my life, oh God, I'm like, my life without her, um, you know, she takes a lot and, and I'll bring it up right now, but we're in week 
four of April. We're probably going into our last week of April. So it's really hard working full time, two parents working full time and taking care of a nine month old. But um, at the same time, we get to witness all of her her new things, her new milestones, um, you know, even just being better moving or wanting to stand up, all those little things we would have missed if she was in daycare every day like she was. So super grateful for that um, and and grateful my, for my experience. Um, I did not enjoy being pregnant and lots of people do. Um, so if you don't, don't, you know, get on yourself because I think a lot of stuff in the media is just like the joys of being pregnant you know like glowing and and all that but there's also a lot of things your body changes so much so there's a lot of things you need to deal with too so I think my takeaway um because it definitely it definitely gave me a little confusion a little check on my confidence I don't think I ever was I ever questioned myself on like my self-confidence physically or even emotionally, but this will do that to you. But there's always another, you know, there's always the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, And then, you know, also your relationships, you know, with friends or with your husband, especially, or your partner um, definitely gets tested. And um, I think I'm still in that and maybe just coming out of that too. So, um, you know, I want, I want to end my experience on a positive note that um, I would never give up anything for Miss Little Sana um, and how beautiful she is and how smart she is. Um, And I still was able to do the things that I wanted to um, and will continue to, because you can have it all, you know, might not be to your expectations at first, but, you know, it just depends on if you really want it, just like any other time in your life. And then, you know, just work hard and, um, you know, seek help if you need it, if you are going through any issues with doubting yourself or, you know, anxiety or or depression, because we all probably had, you know, a range of that um, during this time. So that's me. Um, And Sana is nine months, right? She just passed nine months. She is nine months. She'll be 10 months, May 10th. So in a couple weeks, which is crazy that in like three months, she'll be 12 uh, 12 months or one year. And that's nutty. I can't even. (laughs) It goes by so fast. Time is just a thief. Now I really, really understand that. I have to say um, probably the most memorable thing from your whole pregnancy was us being at um, Justin Vineyards. Agreed. We're all just like having ah! lunch, just messing around, talking, waiting for the food to come out. And then Jake comes out with you with the announcement. Literally, we all screamed, started crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like We were so happy for you guys. Like yeah. Sana was the baby we were waiting for. <laughs> I know. You and Jake been together? Oh my God! So this May as well, probably around her tenth month birth date. Uh-huh. That's what you call it. It'll be nineteen years. Nineteen years. Oh That's gosh. Unreal. I That's think we were. Two decades. I know. I think everybody just thought it wasn't going to happen, including us. So the fact that we like, you know, announced it to you guys yeah. like that, I you know, I thought that was so special. Yeah, Tila was exactly right. Like this was the baby we were waiting for for years. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that I don't was think, such a great moment. 
It and was. And everyone else in the restaurant got to enjoy it with us. Yeah. I know. It was so special. It was. Like, I... I was so in shock and just so happy. Like I couldn't cry the tears, but it just made me feel so loved by all of you guys um, to see how much, you know, you loved us and our future baby. <laughs> yeah. We love you guys so much. Aww. Yeah. We love Sana. She's such a cute little cabbage patch kid. I know. <laughs> her little cheeks. She's so cute. I know. We were lucky enough to see her today. And she's like so active now, like saying yeah. things. She has little teeth. Like talking. Yeah. She is so <laughs> talkative. Waved back at us. So yeah. Even Kennedy's Zoom birthday call. She was like, so like, hi, hey. kids. <laughs> she was like, children, they're it's, real. It's the love connection. She was like, thank <laughs> I guess that's another thing that, um, you know, if you have a really little one that they don't have exposure, unless you have siblings, you don't really have exposure to other kids and they love other kids right now. Like she loves seeing books of babies. Um, and when she sees a baby in person, it's like, oh my God, this is a unicorn. <laughs> None of us are going out. So, you know, like doing these drive-bys or these zoops are so special for her. Cause I know she, I mean, she'll look in the mirror and she's like, ah, this is the best. (laughs) I just saw that when she was playing with herself in the mirror. (laughs) Like, loved it. Low key that I put her in front of the mirror when I'm going to the bathroom. (laughs) It's right outside my bathroom. So I just keep, and she keeps herself company. They're best friends and they're the greatest. I guess that's the first lesson too, is like, you need to love yourself. So hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully that is. Very (laughs) poignant. Um, one last thing I wanted to mention, I totally forgot, is me coming around to loving myself during the pregnancy involved my baby announcement and our gender reveal. Oh, and we yes. did it so cool. Like, <laughs> I, I have to tell you, though, Jake doubted me all the way up to filming time. He doubted the storyline, the choreography and everything. And then when it all came together, like, <sighs> he didn't have the vision. Yeah, no. it you was know like what? a motion picture. We we have to post it on um, yeah. the TikTok's Instagram. We will yes, we definitely have to. We will. Then you guys will see how. I mean, she watches it and she loves it now. And I can only imagine. I mean, it was meant for her to see um, how special she was and how loved she was. So, I think that's also like a great personality aspect of you. Like, it's something probably that I admire very much. Not being a very creative person, I'm more of like a data's number person. But you're so creative between like the DJing, the dancing, like just envisioning that whole thing. Cause even your wedding nice. invitation was, um, was also a video. A video. Right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you've got a good history of creative arts there. Well, just so you know, all of our milestones will be videos. Cause that's what yeah. I have in mind. <laughs> Jake, this is like, thinks I'm like annoying, but I'm like, we no. started it. We got to end it with a video. My desk. It's so good. Video. Okay. Can you imagine how much she's going to appreciate it though? Like later down the line, like to be able I to look back. So. I hope so. But I think in the beginning, you know, every year when I make her make a video, she'll probably be annoyed. Oh, I don't. She won't know what's going on until she's like like five. I'm gonna be like that Asian dad that makes you take a picture at every like every block, you know, (laughs) of your vacation. Like she's gonna be like, no more pictures, please, no more videos, mom. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna reshoot that. No, you get what you have. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, you know, honestly. I wouldn't have been able to do it or be the mom who I am without hearing about your experiences first. So 
I just have to give it up to you guys for really helping me along with my journey, helping me deal with my emotions, um, you know, just being like a sounding board or is that what you call it? I don't know. Yeah. For the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful, you know, because it all is one whole package and, and it's, it's just like life right before you. So thank you so much because if I were the first one, Tilo, I don't know how you did it. <laughs> well, I had others before me, so it's kind of the same. It's like everybody's experience is different, but mm-hmm. you need that community of motherhood to help you get through it. Yeah. Gosh, in two and a half weeks, I'll have a five-year-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old. So um, like Isa alluded to, we're in the middle of uh, this COVID-19 shelter in place, so you can imagine what it's like having two kids at home. It's, it's quite difficult, but we're managing through it. Um, as far as like my, I guess, personal journey to motherhood, believe it or not, like I love my kids. I think that's, that's pretty apparent, but um, yes. back in high school and even into college, I wasn't really sure if, if motherhood was going to be for me. Um, my personality is such that um, I'm not very affectionate. <laughs> Um, it, it takes a lot of alcohol and or drugs for me to open up. <laughs> Just being real. Um, That's for another episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I just, I Desert didn't feel party. like <laughs> Desert Party coming soon. <laughs> so I don't know. I just didn't feel it was really in my nature um, to be a mother, but you know, and, and Dave and I had even talked about, you know, not having children, but you know, in 2013, we kind of just threw caution to the wind um, and went for it. So, you know, Dave says he's a, he's a one hit wonder. And, um, you know, we're very fortunate that we didn't have um, very many problems getting pregnant when, when we actually went for it. Um, but statistically, um, it's, it's funny because there's four of us here on this podcast, but statistically, one in four women will have a miscarriage. And, um, and that's what happened to me in 2013. So um, I, I, I think I was maybe a little bit naive. I didn't think that that actually could happen to me. It wasn't even a possibility that I registered that could, could happen to me. Um, and, and it did. And, and for me, I think just because now being an adult, um, I, I know that I actually have a history of, of, of you know, just mental illness, I guess, um, or, or just susceptibility to depression. Um, so, you know, unfortunately, like one in four women will have a miscarriage. And then depending on which statistics you look at, um, between 10 to 17% of those women will then fall into an episode of depression. So unfortunately, like I, I was one of those women that fell into that. And it was very difficult for me to manage. It was a very dark time. Um, I became very obsessive about like getting pregnant. And unfortunately, it just, it just didn't happen. And I think potentially that was just my body's way of telling me, you know, you're, you're not ready for this at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think mental health is probably just another like episode we can actually delve into because I know, you know, Issa, you've had some, some postpartum yes. stuff that you would probably can can lend some experience to as well. Yes. And, and I think like I can probably expand on, on my own experience um, at a different time. 
Um, but, but, you know, unfortunately I, I did fall prey to, to this situation and, and it wasn't, it wasn't pretty. It was, it was really dark. And I don't, um, if, if you guys have never really, um, had an experience with depression, it's just, um, it really sucks the air out of the room kind of. And, and you're, you're very conscious that you don't want to be in this state, but your body will not allow you to come out of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just this constant um, struggle that's just exhausting. So I eventually came out of it um, and, and I went um, on the path of medication, which for me, just because, you know, mental health is such a stigma, in, especially in the Asian American culture where we don't really talk about these things. It was a, it was a long journey for me to get there, but it was actually the best thing that I could do for myself. And, and with that, like, honestly, once I acclimated to it, because there are side effects, um, once I acclimated to it, I, I almost immediately started feeling better and, and I could feel all that grayness and the clouds and everything just lift. And it was, it was an amazing, an amazing, amazing feeling after, after being stuck in so much sadness, um, and then, you know, that August, um, right after, um, I think wedding season of that year, Dave and I went on um, just like a staycation to San Diego. Um, and that's where Tessa was made. <laughs> so Tessa's our um, almost five-year-old and um, she is quite, um, how will I say this? Spunky, sassy, <laughs> strong-willed, but she is quite a character. She's like you. Yes, yeah. she is. She's exactly you. want a girl to be. Exactly. Isa, Isa witnessed a, a temper tantrum and just how loud she can be <laughs> today. Um, and, um, you know, I love her. And I think just, I think if there's one thing I'm grateful for during this whole COVID experience is probably just how much time I've been able to spend with her. Like as a parent trying to, to work, albeit part-time for me right now, just because I'm in the retail industry, um, I've gotten a lot more time with her than I've gotten in the past two and a half years because my second born, Miles came, Miles came into the picture. And um, Chuk, you're gonna understand this um, very shortly once Casey is born, but <laughs> you, you just can't be the mom that you were gonna be and, and that you are to Kai right now. It's so difficult, like the demands of the second child. And, and it's really a piece of, uh, it's a relationship that I have, I've had to mourn for the last two and a half years. Just Tess was like everything to me and I was everything to her. And it just kind of went away and evaporated overnight. And it was really sad and, and um, Dave, luckily has stepped in and has, you know, until recently become like her number one and has become her first choice for everything. Um, wants her to nap with him, uh, wants, wants him to nap with her and just wants him to do everything. But really like this time in isolation and COVID has, has given a piece of that relationship back to me um, that I had with Tessa, which I'm so grateful for because there, there would have been no way that, <laughs> that we would have gotten this far without this, this shelter in place happening. So I think like that's definitely something I'm super grateful for. And then Miles, we decided, you know, we should give her a friend. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, two and a half years later, he was born and he is just the best. Like <laughs> it is, it is after having a, a daughter and then having a son, it's just like, 
I, I totally get that boy mom thing. And you just, you just, you don't want to let him go. You don't think that he's going to date anybody. And you just know <laughs> you're going to be that mom. Like, like in 20 years time, like that girl is not good enough for you. Like I felt bad for Miles. Probably what um, <laughs> But probably what all our mother-in-laws potentially might <laughs> think of us my mom is gonna be so critical like I'll probably be a little critical but my mom will be like oh she's enough for both of you (laughs) exactly but he he's like the best thing that could have happened to our family and honestly Mm -hmm. like I always thought we would potentially have three kids but once we had two I was like oh we're good and then COVID-19 solidified the two (laughs) we definitely don't need a third um but he is just like so sweet and he's like going through a vocabulary explosion and he's just learning how to say things. And the also the other thing I'm probably grateful for during this time is also just the time that Tessa and Miles get to spend together because it's more than doubled um, their usual schedule, right? Because normally they're in their own schools and they only spend weekends together. So now they're like becoming best, best buddies Although they fight, that's that's the truth. They do fight. Um, like, you know, he'll be like running down the hallway and be like, Tessie, come play in my room. And it's just so cute. So cute. <laughs> it's, it's the best thing to see them together. Um, and I don't know, I, I don't I don't think I could have wished for anything else. You know, like Dave is an awesome partner. Um, you know, like you guys, ugh, there was a really big adjustment period, I think. <laughs> I think with that journey to motherhood, when you're personally carrying the baby yourself, you you know exactly what it is to grow that being, to create that bond to that being. You feel the kicks, like all of that. Mm-hmm. And I think just, yes, <laughs> sometimes they're painful. <laughs> but I think that um, that bond is slower to come for the men. Um, and there's, you know, we, we all have our bonehead stories mm-hmm. <laughs> of, um, uh, of what our guys what? may have done. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be surprised. <laughs> but yeah, um, and then LBKs, which you guys will also hear about, um, which are lady boner killers. There's going to be an entire episode dedicated to that. And some oh, of yeah. them are going to be uh, failure around failures around parenthood because <laughs> mm-hmm. that's the truth. But, um, you know, I think just two children in, like now, Dave and I have kind of found our groove, found our strengths, found our weaknesses. Like, I personally don't have a lot of patience for Tessa when um, she's having temper tantrums because I'm just seeing like a mini version of myself like playing out like my worst personality trait. (laughs) So like, um, Dave is great because he has the patience of a saint. He deals with her perfectly. Whereas for me, like now that I have Miles and he's a little boy, he can do no wrong. And like if, <laughs> if he's if he's having a problem, like I'll just go over there and be like, oh, what's wrong? Like, you know, I'm here for you. So it's really interesting just having like two children's of two children of different genders and, and the different in the difference in the dynamic of the relationship. But you know, having them a little bit older than your guys' kids. It's, it's, you know, I'm, I guess, further along on that journey, but you guys are going to get there. Chook's adding a second. Um, is planning for another one. So it's great. It really is. It's really difficult. You guys all know how difficult it is, but um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for the world. So 
Um, that's and kind you know, of our I to, story. I have, to pass, I have to pass across a compliment that Michael gave you um, back, oh, back <laughs> there, July 4th weekend. Like, what was that, three years ago, two, three years ago? Yeah. It's like we were driving home. He looked at me and we didn't, we weren't pregnant yet, or we didn't know we were pregnant yet. And he looked at me and he was like, holy crap. Tilo does it all. How does she do it? And I was like, I don't fucking know. It <laughs> was like the entire time she was just like carrying her, taking her food, cleaning and like singing and like just being positive through it all and like helping us all through everything as well. So I thought that was really Aww. Thanks, Mike. You are a great mom, Tilo. I also you. have some clarity on when you got pregnant because it was definitely after Issa's wedding because yeah. we all got really drunk there. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> when it was like, I think my wedding was like two or three weeks after Issa's. Yes. And I remember like, I mean, we all got pretty drunk. <laughs> we had a lot of fun on my, on, at my wedding. Yeah. And I remember like, I remember Tilo being pretty mellow during my wedding night. <laughs> Not normal when there's alcohol. Yeah, it wasn't normal. I, I noticed like Dave was like a little bit more like nurturing with you. And then I forget when I found out, but it was because I guess you had found out like a couple of days before my wedding night that you were pregnant yeah. and that you gave all of your drinks to Nicole yeah. We didn't want to tell anyone yet. And our good friend Nicole, who we love so much, her and her husband, they just got wasted. <laughs> 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 so I remember like it all made sense. And um I, I remember finding out that you and like Gaddy were pregnant on the wedding night. So that was really fun for me. But I I, I will never forget that. <laughs> it was a it was a fantastic summer. Yeah, wedding song. season was great. Issa, I didn't even really make it to your reception. I know. That's why I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> One of my greatest Face regrets. Partied. <laughs> one of my greatest regrets. <laughs> it was a fun one. And I think that's like also funny that, you know, we all probably had our different ways to like make sure people didn't know we were pregnant, like our little like drinking strategies. Cause like our group of friends, we all drink. So it was like, it's hard to hide. Like I remember Daisy would switch glasses with her husband and I never noticed, but Jake yeah. and I, we were so dumb during holidays. We were like, oh, we're on a cleanse. <laughs> like nobody's on a cleanse during holidays. <laughs> that just reminded me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like for me, I drink all the time. And, like, Glenn, my husband, is always talking about how in every picture that he sees of me on Facebook, even from, like, before we were together, he's like, you always have a drink in your hand. <laughs> and, like, my boss has made that remark to me, too. Like, somebody <laughs> always has a martini in your hand. <laughs> so, um, my journey to motherhood was, uh, motherhood was something that I always knew that I wanted. Um, I don't know if it was because just my parents ingrained such like a, like a certain idea of how my life was to go. Um, but I knew it was something that I always wanted, although I was never like super in love with babies 
and I've never been like super good with kids. Like, like Isa, when, when I saw Isa around kids and like, she'd get down on the floor and play with them, you know, she can do baby voice. I was like, I, wow. Like she, she'd be really a good mother, but I love kids, but I don't want to be the mom. Yeah. Yeah. And you're so good with them. Like before, like all of us had babies, like you were, you were so good with our like maybe not so close friends and their and their kids. Yeah, I'd say having kids was something I always knew I wanted. Like minimum one, maximum two. I knew that it had to be with the right person though, and we we're gonna have a healthy relationship before we brought another uh, human being into this life. So, um. I had gone through a series of boyfriends before I met Glenn, who you all know, and Glenn is a very special guy. Like, when I met him, I was like, oh, this guy's so good looking, but he definitely gave off the air of, like, I love him, but, like, douchiness or, like, all-time, like, bachelor and, like, (laughs) he never wanted to get married, he never wanted to have kids, and... I'm sharing this with you girls and the public now, but I remember there was one time I I wasn't, I I didn't, I wasn't taking him super seriously. Like I didn't think he was going to be that into me that quickly, but he was. (laughs) Just like from things that he would say and the way that he would act. And like a, a lot of our like dating was just like going out and partying and like having like really fun wild nights. And it's like, well, I don't know if he would want anything more than this, but you know, he did. But one time he made this comment to me. He was like, I have girls throwing themselves at me. Oh, God. I was like, oh, God. Cringe. Cringe. <laughs> and I can never forget this because when he said that, I texted Bree. And I was like, oh, my God. This guy said he has girls throwing themselves at him. Should I be worried? And she was like, oh, no. You know, but you know, eventually we, we got through that and we had this great relationship and, you know, lo and behold, the man who never wanted to get married or ever have kids, like he wanted to get married and he wanted to have kids. And he was like, even, he was ready even before me, which was, which was very surprising. Although I guess not that surprising because he's a lot older. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, I, I love him so much. And if you hear this, <laughs> I love you, Glenn. <laughs> you and Glenn are like the modern day Judith not like love novel, romance novel. That's like the the sweet, smart girl, you know, gets this reformed rake and changes this like playboy prince. <laughs> like, homemaker that like takes the sun out to the desert and like wants three kids it's yeah he's a great man i mean he's the type of guy that like whenever i met his friends and they weren't even trying to make they weren't trying to make this a big deal they'd be like oh my gosh glenn selva has a girlfriend (laughs) oh my anyone any any girl who's able to lock glenn silva down is like is like okay in my book and it was yeah, it's like off-putting but flattering. Shoot, you, know, you like, are a fifteen out of ten. Okay, so <laughs> yes. let me just say that. Yeah, you just went to the <laughs> desert, pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> he is so lucky to have you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I will say he's he's like I'm lucky too, but he's really lucky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <he is. laughs> and like you know, 
we were having a lot of fun. Like we got married, we still had lots of fun, but he was definitely ready to have a baby before me. So I can recall I this year, like it plays, I, the timeline is so like, so exact in my head because it's just marked by all these big dates. But 2016, I remember like in the early summer, Glenn was like, I'm ready to have a baby. Wow. <laughs> it's good for you. <laughs> ready to have a baby. But um, so I took that and I was like, okay, well, you know, this is good because we know that if we get pregnant, then, you know, that's great. But I'm not ready to start trying. But um, we had like a misunderstanding just like the one time. And then like, lo and behold, I guess I'm pregnant. And I remember finding this out because it was Glenn's birthday, August, the August 6th weekend of 2016, and Glenn loves his birthday, he loves it so much, so we were like, you know, pre-birthday activities, like the Friday night before his birthday party, we went out to this, like, steak and seafood restaurant, I, like, I had martinis, and we ordered a bottle of wine, a bunch of beer, it was, it was, it was a really big day. It was unnecessarily big, but I remember being like super gassy that whole day and just thinking, yes. like, what is wrong with me? And then the day of his birthday, his birthday landed on August 6th. Uh, it was a Saturday and it was also his birthday party night. My parents wanted to take him out to lunch. So we were there and we were waiting for my parents and, I was like, I'm still so gassy. I have no idea. Like, why I'm gassy, bloated, I don't know, interchangeable, whatever. So Glenn was like, well, is that a symptom of being pregnant? And I was like, no. First of all, there's no way I'm pregnant. And I've never heard of that before. But because it's your birthday party tonight and we're going to take a bunch of shots, I will Google my medical research that way. And because I found out through the internet that being bloated was a symptom of being pregnant, I decided I should take a pregnancy test before taking a bunch of shots at Glenn's birthday. And I bought a clear blue test on the way home, took it, and immediately said, holy shit, um, I'm pregnant. And like, what is this going to do to my night? <laughs> shots <laughs> for you. <laughs> my life. And just, like, it was like so many emotions because Glenn was like excited for his birthday party. He was excited for baby and we were like okay we're not I, I didn't want to tell anyone I was I was planning on telling you girls because you know that what we were talking about earlier it's like if I'm not drinking then people are gonna know people yeah. are gonna know something's up but so I remember that day that night I told you and we had an agreement or Glenn and I had an agreement that we weren't gonna tell everyone but he ended up telling everyone at um at the party and I just like I had all these people coming up to me like, oh, I heard. I'm so happy for you. And it's like, this definitely wasn't like the, the route that I thought we were going to go with, like, telling everyone. Because usually everyone's like, okay, wait till, you know, 12 weeks. That didn't happen. Um, but, but, uh, but, yeah, that's, that's how I came to announce to everyone that we were having Kai. And throughout that pregnancy, um, it was, I guess it was pretty fun. I had, I had super feelings of FOMO, so I probably went out, like, way too much. But um, 
You were the most awesome pregnant person. I just have to say all of our DJ events, she was at up to like nine months. (laughs) Yeah. With a little bump. (laughs) Yeah. It was like 37 weeks. So I'm, I'm 33 weeks with, uh, with, with my second boy now, but I mean, yeah, because Glenn was DJing at Avalon at 37 weeks. So I was like, I'm just going to make it to this one. I definitely couldn't do it this pregnancy, but, uh, I'd say, you know, being, getting, my journey to motherhood has been um, a great one. I've been able to see that, you know, motherhood isn't what it's like portrayed to be necessarily, you know, like in the old fashioned times, like we still go out and we still have fun. That's like yeah. something, especially Issa does. <laughs> She's like an inspiration to me. I guess like, you know, we all, we all can do it. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a village, though. We wouldn't be it out does. without our parents' help or somebody else's help. That is true. Yeah. That's and, and even, like, each other's help. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like, we have these just great events where we can just get together and, like, throw our kids in. We can't throw them in a room quite yet. Eventually, yeah. we can. Eventually, <laughs> they're going to have their own table at Korean Barbecue. And um, and we're going to be able to have adult conversations with balance of uh of learning to manage our time and learning that we can still do things for ourselves yeah so um with that I'd say that having Kai was like a great blessing I you know he wasn't something I I was never super enamored with babies but I'm but I've learned to be I think and I'm enamored with him and he was great motivation for us to have our second. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I think motherhood is, you know, is what you make it. And, you know, with your, with the support of your significant other and your friends and your family, um, it, it, it can be a fun, amusing, fun, amazing, beautiful thing. Yes. Cheers yeah. to that. I'm like also laughing to myself because I think like you know we talked about Issa's announcement being a highlight of her pregnancy and I'm just like remembering the same thing <laughs> I'm just remembering <laughs> your um was it the reveal and then yes. when you also said the name and then your mom, yes. Mrs. Oh Chuki, <laughs> Can you please talk it. about that? So we're going to talk about Mrs. Chuki at probably Okay, we could save it. We could save during it. During these podcasts, but yes. Uh, <laughs> my mom. <laughs> your mom. Mrs. Chukiat. Oh my Mrs. gosh. Mrs. Chukiat. Yes. She's, quite, she's like a legend. Yeah. Well, we're going to have an episode about her, but she, she has this like ability to say really funny ridiculous things um so i so we had a gender reveal for kai uh when we were having kai and we you know found out we were having a boy and everything was merry everything was great and my mom was like you know wait this is with kai yeah she said something ridiculous yes she did but (laughs) (laughs) um so with kai yeah she was like you know, tell us the name, and then we're, we were at first saying, you know, we'll keep it to ourselves. Okay, fine. We're like, his name's gonna be Kai because, you know, 
that, that means ocean and water and Glenn's, you know, obsessed with the Hawaiian culture. So Kai is like a nice, strong, simple name. And uh, my mom was like, you're going to name it? Like, she's like, I knew it. But doesn't that mean chicken in Thai? Because that's... Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The way the way she said it, the way she said it at the reveal was like, oh, I knew it. Like, yeah, she was like smug about it. She was so yeah. smug. And your like, face, I knew it. <laughs> your face was golden. Like, yeah, I wish your I reaction. Could. It was amazing. It was like, <laughs> I wish we could put this up for you guys to see her face because it was like, no, you. Bitch. I have it burned into my I memory. Know. That's why I'm laughing so much. <laughs> I will never forget it. That's something I also get from my mom is like the inability to, it, like you can usually see my emotion. Like I wear my emotions <laughs> on my face. <laughs> like like the, the way she's like, I, I knew it. I just looked at her with, um, I think it was like a mix of confusion, but I, but from everyone else. Also was, indignation. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> This is my baby. <laughs> but yeah. And, and then, yeah, so so she acted like she knew everything, and then she was like, that means chicken in Thai. Why would you name him that? So <laughs> that was another little hump. But I not say that anymore. <laughs> yeah, that, that definitely needs to be another episode, too, like drawing boundaries with your awesomely Asian parents. Because, like, they'll be the first to volunteer to take care of your kids for eight hours a day, right? But then they have, they feel like they have the right to impose judgment on, like, the food that you give them and, like, the amount of water that you give them, the amount of time. And it's just, like, so annoying. Yeah. And their antiquated way of rearing children. Yeah. Like, don't don't give her a shower 15 minutes before bed. That's how she catches cold. (laughs) My mom called us yesterday. So, but yesterday we like kind of took our, I guess you call it a baby moon. <laughs> uh, it's Aww. not a baby moon. It was like our last trip before um, baby number two comes. And we, um, Glenn wanted to go to the desert. Kai wanted to go to the desert. And amazingly, we were in this like random, very like far out random place uh, in an area called Landers near Joshua Tree. And my mom calls and it's just, she's like, whatever you do today, don't go to the beach because, you know, there's thousands of people at the beach this weekend. COVID-19 is everywhere. And I was like, okay, mom, I'm, we're, we're not going to the beach. I didn't tell her I was at the desert. Yeah. <laughs> it's best that way. Yeah. 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 So I, I guess that's for me. That's, yeah. that's the end for me. Tell us about you, teacher. And Kennedy. Actually, this is a great segue talking about Truth and Glenn because I think the first time we felt, well, I felt a little bit off was at Glenn's party two years ago. Two, two or three, how old is she? She's two. So like two years ago, back um, 2017, we were at his birthday party. We were all there and we were at the Mexican restaurant. And oh, I was yes. awesome. <laughs> It was like- yes. I'm ever turned down a shot like I, I had a margarita but I turned down a shot and I started feeling really weird um but I got my period the next day so I thought oh, okay and this was during a time where we were like okay you know we're not going to put too much pressure into it um 
I hope this isn't being too forward, but my mom had some issues um, in the beginning. Cheers. Thanks. Teach <laughs> how just got a shot <laughs> handed to her yeah. by Mike. Where's so amazing. Room? Great partner. Yeah. Yeah. That looks so good. That's one of the things too. Like, so, oh my gosh, what, what do I even touch upon first? So first thing is um, I went through a pretty painful divorce. So one cool thing is um, two Tiffany, two Tiffany's and then Issa on this podcast all married the same summer <laughs> within a month <laughs> yes yes it was boom 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 freaking spectacular and you know um, that was a fun year it so was fun. bachelorette parties we were tan and skin. i mean oh my god it was, <laughs> it was the year it was the party year is fantastic but like due to the statistic you know i was the one that got a divorce and so it was a it was an interesting situation because I didn't think that I would have the opportunity to be in a relationship that would, you know, um, I wouldn't say be happy, but I, I didn't think that I would ever get married or be on the path to getting married again, let alone having children. And on top of that, my mom had a lot of infertility issues um, when she was younger. So it took four years to conceive me. And, you know, it took, it took a lot of help. So I, you know, honestly didn't think that it was in the cards for me. So when Michael one night was like, hey, let's just give it a try and see what happens. And I was like, heck yeah, let's just give it a try and see what happens. Um, and we got pregnant. And so when I was like at your the, first time, like your first time trying your first time. Yeah. That was like us. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it's like, maybe that's. Glenn was trying. I, I was anti-trying. I used an app that told me I was like 0.00%. <laughs> that little swimmer was, was, uh... <laughs> oh my gosh. We, we, we are just soul sisters. All of us. <laughs> Wait, so I'm confused. So when you were at that Mexican party, uh, uh, not the Mexican party, the party at the Mexican <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> so were you pregnant, even though you got your period? I was pregnant. Oh, yeah. so it was just like spotting. Oh, was it implantation bleeding? It was implantation bleeding. Ooh. When did you test that I night? tested. So Chuk and I went to an Angels game, I think shortly thereafter. And then I, and then I, took, and I took my test that next morning because wow. nice. yeah, that next morning oh my gosh I drank so much because um, <laughs> she invited me to her firm's box at the Angels game <laughs> I drank so much uh, that was such an awkward experience uh, just to just to clarify it was one of our one of our clients who had like a team of 11 attorneys was like banking the attorney team like various offices so it was the, the client's box. But yeah, she had way too many But yeah. And we were very circumspect. We were very, we're definitely. <laughs> that was a fun night, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was a lot of fun. Um, but I think what happened was I started spotting. Um, and then I stopped. And then I started spotting again. And that's when Michael's like, you should just take a test just to be sure. Because I had already resigned myself to the fact, like, okay, like, first time didn't work, whatever, we'll just try again next month, no, no big deal. Um, and then I had one of those, like, like 100 for $2 Amazon tests, and it was positive. I was like, this is, this is just, like, faulty. So, again, I went and got, like, a nice, expensive CBS test, 
and it said positive and it completely like it, it changed it changed everything but in a way it didn't change any everything because we were in a great position I think to be pregnant um so at the time I was working in Irvine and living in Monterey Park so that commute was about four hours a day um so that itself was a little bit tough but aside from that like we were renovating the house next door to my parents so our house um, so I had all the help of my parents and Michael. So all I had to do every day was just get home and then like dinner was made and like drinks were done. And I just had to, and Brady was living with us, like in my room. So Brady's my dog. So we had pretty much everything taken care of for us, which was really nice. Um, and the entire pregnancy was also really easy. And thanks to Chuk, like, I feel like I had a model pregnancy where mm -hmm. like, I felt like I could still go out. Like I remember at eight weeks pregnant, I was going out to Blue Jay, Blue Jay yes. for, for Michael's birthday. And we just were having a great time. I didn't even real like, so I didn't even remember that I couldn't drink. Like I, I didn't drink, but I was like dancing and having such a great time with everyone. It was just, it was a very happy, easy pregnancy, and I would love to go through it again. And um, we were slated to get married this year, May 23rd, but because of COVID, we're going to postpone it to later on this year, which is totally fine. The only thing I'm a little bit sad about is that that postpones our pregnancy a little bit too. I would love to have a second. Um, so that's the only thing that makes me a little bit sad. But other than that, like, I want to go through the experience again. It was so much fun. Um, and the, the experience of being a mom with Kennedy has just been absolutely overwhelming in, in like the most remarkable sense. The whole experience has just been really remarkable because I never felt like I could love someone else as hard as I do. Um, and it, it has just made me feel like I've opened up a new dimension to myself because just though like, I'm actually not very good ex at expressing emotions. Like, I feel like I wasn't hugged as a kid, so I don't know how to hug others. So she's really taught me, and Michael too, and, and that's a remarkable thing. Um, Michael has been such an amazing dad and father figure. Um, I couldn't have done it without him. And especially since I think she is more his kid than mine. There are mm -hmm where she is so emotional and she just wants to like kick the world and I don't know how to handle it and I am so glad that she has a dad that knows and understands and is able to like sit there with her and be like I understand how you feel let's just sit there and like talk it through sometimes it's just like putting her in her crib and just sitting there with her in the dark and just like letting her just like yell it out scream it out and I don't know if I would have been able to handle that on my own so that's it's so beautiful. It's so that's beautiful. A, that's a piece of mic that we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's really beautiful. I feel like I have the same experience too. Like even though I come from a loving, um, at least my mom and my brothers, I don't think we really said <clears throat> I love you the way that Jake's family says it to each other and the hugs. The hugs have to be tight. Otherwise you're like, it's like, what are you doing? Is that a <laughs> hug for like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like you get called out for not hugging like, full bear hug you know so like I'm so excited for Sana to grow up and in that kind of feeling I don't feel like I, we were deprived of anything I knew my my family loved me but it's just a different way oh yeah yeah for sure 
Yeah. And I love that story. I, I totally agree and feel it that like, I don't know, they just like, you can't, I can't stop hugging Sana or kissing her. Mm-hmm. I can kiss her all day. And I can't wait till she can hug me back or like wants to hug me back. So. Yeah. It's the best. Oh, <laughs> baby kisses are the best. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Don't you guys also think, um, this is just a side note, like, damn, like what your moms went through. Like, <laughs> like I, like my, my dad wasn't around for most of the time when we were growing up and I don't know how my mom dealt with us by herself. <laughs> Like she's a fucking superhero. Like, I, I like, definitely think crazy. We're, in, we're living in a different time because my mom did everything, homework, cooking, worked, yeah. you know, full-time job and took care of us full-time. My dad just worked, came home, ate, you know, watched TV. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. And I think that was just society at the time. And I cannot fathom that being my life right now. Yeah. And yeah. we are so lucky to have these guys, these modern dads and husbands you know um the art part of our teams because I think they all definitely contribute in very you know important ways yeah and to our credit I think we also make clear that they are expected to meet us halfway when it comes to parenting (laughs) yeah yes (laughs) <laughs> they still fall short sometimes and if Gwen expected me to do like mm-hmm. everything everything I would be like nope this is not gonna happen I am never ready for a baby yeah so I, re- I remember my mom being angry almost all of my childhood and I'm like damn girl I know why I know why I get it now <laughs> like, like if 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 my relationship with Dave was like that oh god I yeah. it would not be okay like no, it would just not, not yeah yeah, our, our moms are definitely super, super moms, you know? Yeah, For so sure. it's, it's nice because Mother's Day is also just around the corner. So. Oh, I almost yeah. forgot. Yes. Yeah. My yeah. first yes. Mother's Day. Yeah. <laughs> How exciting. Yeah. I hope you're all spoiled because you deserve to be. Mm-hmm. You work tirelessly at what you do. Yes. Yeah, good job, us. We are all queens. On the back. (laughs) (laughs) So. That was great. I I loved it. I loved hearing, you know, some things I learned about you guys that I didn't know. Um, And I love all your children and to witness, you know, your journeys too. And then just re-talk through it. Um, So special. Um, And I hope you guys out there all liked um, coming on this journey with us. Again, it's Tiffany, Issa, Tiffany, and Tiffany. That's why we're called Tit Talks. Um, And with every episode, we aim to shed some light on our lives growing up Asian American, growing together through our 20s and 30s, and growing as mothers. Um, We hope you feel like you're a part of our girl gang and get a sense of how we conquer this world (laughs) together um, with our families and our children. Um, but again, share with us, review us on iTunes, um, you know, DM us on Instagram. Um, this is definitely just not between the four of us. We want you guys to definitely get involved and we hope to share some of your suggestions, some of your stories um, with any listeners in the future. So thank you so much, you guys. Thank you, Tit. um cheers to all of you um and you know happy almost mother's day i love all of you guys we love you i love love you you. (laughs) cheers cue static intro or outro sorry (laughs) boom
Right. That's freaking awesome. I was really happy I was able to mute myself before.